It's news time with award-winning newsman extraordinaire, Kevin James. Teen has 5.8-inch long nails after not cutting them for three years. Am I the only one who realizes that this story isn't news? It's not news. It's Kevin's news. And it's brought to you by the Spokane Indians. Ladies and gentlemen, say hello to Kevin James. Kevin... Well, let's talk billionaires, shall we? Because, Jay, you're about to be one. You've announced it earlier today that you have bought your Powerball ticket. You are ready to win a billion dollars. I'm ready. You're about to be a billionaire. Ready, willing, and able. What do you consider your biggest hobbies right now? I mean, I took golf back up, so golf, that's probably you're my back biggest, into golf. biggest yeah, hobby, yeah, I would think. That's a billionaire-like hobby, I think. <laughs> it's not, not yeah, terrible. feels like it. But, you know, a lot of the billionaires out there really go bonkers with the, you know, with the hobbies. Because, well, they have all the money in the world, yeah, like Jeff Bezos. There was a while where Jeff Bezos was into ocean searching for spaceships. Uh. Now, of course, him, Elon, those guys, what do they want to do? Where do they want to go? Space, space, I would imagine. Yeah, they just yeah. like take trips to space. Those are pretty weird hobbies that most people don't have. I want to give a thank you to Mark Zuckerberg for being the most normal hobbies of a billionaire. His his have included over the years barbecuing. Yeah, well, <laughs> there that's, was a, there yeah, was that's a story good. where he got into barbecue. That that was pretty good. His latest one has been, do you know what it is? You see all the pictures of it? Uh, No, I, I don't follow Mark Zuckerberg, sorry. Slimmy, do you know what Zuckerberg Jiu- is? Jiu-Jitsu. Jiu-Jitsu. Uh. He's been into the Jiu-Jitsu. Pretty normal. I mean, that's not a billionaire hobby. That's just normal. No, yeah. And now they said his new one is, and I thought, oh, it's going to be something crazy. Here it goes. But no, he just wants to get his pilot's license. I mean, our buddy Garrett, who's a farmer, yeah. has a pilot's license. So I thought- you are the most normal, reasonable billionaire, Mark Zuckerberg, with your hobbies. Also, uh, smart because if, like, you know, his private jet pilot ever had a you know medical issue, he could Very just jump true. in there and fly it. That makes it uh, pretty handy. Seems doesn't smart. It? I also heard he likes Taylor Swift, but he does. He is a Swifty, one hundred percent. Who isn't? That's pretty normal. I'm going to say Jeff Bezos. I'm going to say that Mark Zuckerberg Maybe. could win. Uh, he could win Taylor Swift tickets from us just by going to our Facebook Wouldn't. page and entering the contest. It's to get all the rules, get all the details. You get it. <laughs> That'd be so. He nice. could probably rig it. He owns Facebook. <laughs> oh yeah, might look and a little Instagram. suspicious. Nobody else posts. Like he <laughs> deletes everyone else's posts. They're like, why did my post not show? You guys, I posted, and you're only like, no, one, you didn't. It's weird. We only had one entry in 24 hours. It was from some M. Zuckerberg. <laughs> That's huh. hilarious. The darndest thing. Crazy. Uh, okay, well, let's move on from our reasonable billionaires. Jay, do you think you'll be a reasonable bil- billionaire? If you Probably. Okay. Uh, yeah, I mean, yeah. Is there any hobby that you would maybe take up that would be expensive? Well, I already said golf, Kevin. That's as expensive Good as point. I could get. Um, you could make golf really expensive, yeah. right? Like, mm-hmm. you guys could just go... All right, boys, guess what? We're going to Pebble Beach this weekend. I also thought it'd be kind of fun to do the all the super expensive fishing one where you like it because, you know, I mean, we kind of have an old boat, an old depth finder, an old pole and all that stuff. And you could just get all cool stuff and just make fishing. It would be kind of fun. It's easy to make those hobbies pretty expensive, isn't it? I mean, yeah, you can buy all the stuff. That's going to cost you a little bit. Just get ridiculous with it. Yeah. Any desire to fly a plane? Uh, I have had in the past, but I, my wife said if you ever get a pilot's license and want to fly a plane, enjoy flying it by yourself. Oh, wow. 
She laid down the law. Well, she okay. just was not. She's like, yeah, yeah well, stick to what you know. Not what we need. Yeah. So I wouldn't be. Uh, that wouldn't be beneficial for me. Let's keep your danger level to golf. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks. Uh, all right, we have one more for you today. Story number two. Pepsi has started selling pineapple Pepsi. Very intrigued in this. Wow. I am a lover of pineapple on pizza. Jay, you are not. No, I don't like it, but I I like pineapple. I just don't like it on pizza, so I like the flavor. I love it on pizza, but more importantly, pineapple soda is one of my absolute favorites. Okay, so you've had it. Pineapple soda? Yeah, and not pineapple Pepsi. But pineapple soda, absolutely. Okay, so I don't. I've never had pineapple soda. Oh, who makes a pineapple soda? Fanta does here in the oh, in the USA. Yeah. Fanta does. It's okay. what it, pineapple soda is a real treat. Yeah, I have not have. I forgot that either. all about the Fanta pineapple soda. That oh my gosh, you're right. That is straight sugar. That is so good. Well, this is only going to be available at Little Caesars right now. It's part of the pineapple pair up combo, which includes. A 16-ounce Pepsi pineapple soda and your two-topping thin crust pizza. It's a limited time. Of course, it's a limited time. But what if it takes off and it becomes one of those that everybody just demands it and then Pepsi says, yep, we're doing it. It's inspired by fans' love for that fruit on their pizza. And you might as well just make it the perfect combo, they say, by putting the pineapple not on your pizza but in your drink as well. Help Man, me, help me out with this. Night. Pepsi Splash. Pepsi Splash. It's I, okay. So right underneath, when I just googled Kevin uh, Pineapple Pepsi, yeah. it came up Pepsi Splash, and it had a Walmart link, and I I clicked on it, and it says Pepsi Splash Pineapple, twelve ounce cans. You can get an eight pack for ten bucks. It says it's out of stock. Is that the same thing, or is it, or, or is this one of those deals where they're like, well? We're going to have it eventually, so we're putting the ad up. I mean, I don't understand if it's only available at the well, pizza this, place. And the Pepsi Splash J is interesting because it does look like regular Pepsi. I mean, it's you know the dark color and the whole thing. Like the Fanta pineapple is just straight up. It looks like pineapple. Oh, I'm looking at this, Kevin. These are two different cans. Yeah. So maybe Pepsi Splash was a thing, is a thing. I don't know. Okay, thing of the past, it looks like. Maybe, yeah. Okay. I think this would be great. I know my wife loves pineapple too, so yeah, I could see us. I could see us buying this. You would try this long yeah. before you would try the pineapple on a pizza. Oh, for sure, yeah. Would you try it if you had to get the pizza that way? Could you pick off the pineapple? Of course, yeah. Put it in a little bowl, eat it later. Yes, yeah, right. <laughs> you don't like it hot either, right? The pepperoni. I mean, yeah, the, 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 the pineapple. The pineapple is where it gets warm. No, on the pizza. no, I don't like that as much. Yeah. That's, I think, where a lot of people struggle with it, where it's like, yeah, I don't Changes the texture, whatever. I absolutely love it. I'm all in on this. Uh, Little Caesars. Well done. See you there. Yeah. Well played. Jay, Kevin, and Slim in the morning. The big 99.9 Coyote Country. The Jay and Kevin Show. Jay Daniels. Okay, well, Mom, 300 bucks. Huh? That's what she came away with? Kevin James. I think she was 300 ahead, yeah. Did you make her pay for the rest I, of her Garth ticket? I didn't make her, no. The Jay and Kevin Show on the big 99.9 Nine Coyote Country. Hey, don't forget you can take us with you in the palm of your hand. You can download the Coyote Country app. It's free. It's super easy. Get it wherever you get your apps. And then crank it up. It's the fun. 
Kevin, give us about 85% on this story. Well, this is the thing. I know that if I came in here and I just said this, you would shoot it down. You would say, listen, I'm a 110% guy. No, I'm a 100% guy. I don't like the 110. I've never liked that. Have you ever accidentally said it, I think I have. Of course. We all have. We've all accidentally said it. Yeah. Slim, have you accidentally said 110%? Probably. Yeah, and then you just go, doggone it, I'm smarter than that. You can't give more than 100%. But there's new research from the Harvard Business Institute. Do they know what they're talking about? Harvard. I mean, I don't know. Harvard what, what percentage? Educated. What percentage do you have to give to to get into Harvard? One hundred percent. I would think. But they are now saying the American workplace needs to consider this theory. The theory is giving eighty-five <laughs> percent instead of giving a hundred percent. They say what's happening is. Asking employees, demanding 100% of your employees all the time mm-hmm. is causing burnout. And it is not making the, them the optimum employees. Like, they're not getting the job done as well as they could. Their theory is that you get ask for 85% 100% of the time. This is the this is the worst idea ever. So you're just saying, listen, we don't want to work you to death all the time. We want you to be... Give us 85% and you're going to be a better employee. Classic that you can't do what you're supposed to do, so we lower the expectations. It's Harvard, man. Yeah. Boo. I mean, I think a lot of jobs do have where they probably are a little too demanding, and that's what they're saying. There's a lot of burnout, and so we're getting the burnout, and then you don't. So now you have a guy who gave I gave 100% three days in a row, uh-huh. and then he comes in on the fourth day, Give me like and 28. he's giving you like 28%, yeah. and you're just like, good God, this guy <laughs> God. is terrible today. Good grief, hey, my friend. Tomorrow, I'm warning you, probably going to be at about 37%. Slim, on, an, on a weekly average, and not, not every day, but what is your percentage, do you think? Given to? To your job. Oh, 30 <laughs> okay. Wow, he didn't even try to lie. I mean, no, he, that is not true. My kids get at least sixty, so I can't go above forty. I see. So, you, so, so you're I have saying forty percentage points available. I know I'm at least giving. I'm hoping I'm at least giving ten percent to my wife. So thirty. Yeah, but you're thinking that you can give a hundred. You're thinking a hundred percent during the day. You could still give a hundred percent of yourself to your job and have percentages left over of your life. Your oh, life I was just thinking segments. like percentage given a week. I understand that. I don't I don't necessarily think that Oh, that- 100 for everything. <laughs> Terror! <laughs> that a boy! Sure. Yeah, sure. I'm giving You're my right. 100% for everything I do. You're giving your 100%? I'm giving my 100% for everything I do. I get sick I like of people that, saying, You're, like, congratulations if your 100% is better than I, my 100%. I yes. don't really care. No, I like that. I like your I, way of doing it yeah, way better. I'm that's the way it should be done. If I'm doing it, I'm giving it my 100%. Yeah, I, I think that's fair. great interview the other day with Brené Brown. I don't know if you guys know who she is. She's an author. She writes some very good books. and she I read very good books. And they're self-help type stuff. And she's very smart, but she had this. She said, this whole thing that a relationship, a marriage is 50-50 is a bunch of crap. And she said, because there's days, like I will come home and I will say to my husband, I, it's, it's, a day, it's a 20% day for me, babe. I got nothing. And he will say, I got you. I, I'm going to give 
I'm going to give the 80% effort. Now, there's days where we will say to each other, I'm exhausted. Uh, I, I've got maybe 20%. And he's like, oh, I'm at like 30. We are in trouble. We know going into that evening that we are in trouble. And I thought that's a really brilliant way to handle it. And so I say all this to say tomorrow after the cruise, I'm probably going to be at like 30%. Slim, probably going to be at. My best efforts are after nights like this. Okay, so you're going to be a... I'll still be at 100%. Because you're more focused like and today. You, you know that you have to really bring it because you're like, man, even the though challenge. I'm tired. Yeah, right. No, I'm with you. And Jay, you're going to be 100%? Oh, uh, Without question. Oh, wow. Good. I don't have to worry about it then. We've got 230%. What, where are you at today? Me? 100%. 100%. <laughs> 100 today, for sure. Now, it'd be nice if I only had to be 80%. For... <laughs> Try it again. It would be nice if I, I'm sorry, I got interrupted by Rob Sacre, who just told me that everything I'm saying is a bunch of horse hockey. I, I agree with Rob. I think the relationship thing makes sense to have a conversation, say, I'm having that I don't day. like I'm that. That's that just a cop day. out. That's a cop out. You think it's a cop out to I do. work with each other and try to make it's it? It's a cop out. When you know someone's, when your wife's having a bad day, you and just then say, I, should know I don't that. care, Denise, give me 100%. No, I should know that and just automatically pick up. I don't need her why, to tell well, me. Why, I'm at 20%. Why not have a conversation? Why are you putting percentages on it? Just do your best and it's be done just, with it. It was a theory saying mer- when everybody says merge. Yeah, 50, Brene 50. Brown's stupid. She's trying to make money. Okay. She's an idiot. No, you're an idiot. Okay, I'll tell my wife. That's 100%. Tell Brene Brown. Is it Brene or Renee? Renee. Renee. Jay and Kevin show. Jay Daniels. Come visit your neighbors. We're waiting for you. Your neighbors in Spokane. Kevin James. Spokane. You love it here. The Jay and Kevin show on the big 99.9 Coyote Country. Beat the show. It's time to beat the show. Beat the show. It's time to beat the show. Hey. Beat the show, it's time to beat the show. Step right up, it's time to beat the show. What? Beat the show, it's time to beat the show. Who? Beat the show, it's time to beat the show. Where? Beat the show, it's time to beat the show. Step right up, it's time to beat the show. What's up, Beth? Oh, just on my way to work. Well, let's play a little Beat the Show here. Brought to you by Dutch Bros. $15 gift card to Dutch Bros. at stake for you. Is it hot out yet? Um, it's getting there. I got 73 on my car. Let me see, let me see what it says officially. I want to see how far your car is. Slow oh. down. Hey, old. <laughs> 69 <laughs> degrees officially. So, yeah, you're right in the ballpark there. It's a little warmer in the Post Falls Portland area. Maybe. There you go. Yep. See, there you go. Heating we'll be, up. We'll be right. out Post Falls later today, by the way, and uh, we'll see you at Westside Pizza at noon. Anyway, time for Beat the Show. Slim? Beth has a big decision to make right now because there are two potential categories for Beat the Show today, and she's going to oh. get to choose which she would rather play. Would she rather play 1980s music trivia or percentages, the game? Oh boy! Um, considering my age, I'm going to go with the '80s music. '80s okay. music. Oh, wow. okay. okay, interesting choice. We'll save percentages of the game for later, boys. All right. Oh, now the next question you have to answer, and I don't know if Slim's giving points for these answers. I mean, you're already answering <laughs> questions. Uh, would you rather challenge me, or would you rather challenge Kevin? Um, let's go. Uh, let's see, Kevin. 
All right, Kevin. Uh, Kevin, good luck. You've already kind of had a warm up on '80s music, Kev. So I, don't mess I this did. up. I didn't do well on it though. That's so. that's true. That's a good that point. That is true. Okay, Beth, Kevin's now leaving the studio. That's going to give you 60 seconds to answer these seven questions about 80s music. A reminder, I was a little baby child in the 80s, so when I read some of these questions and you say, huh, <laughs> that's where it comes that's from. That's a good point, yeah. But I wanted, to, I wanted to pander to KJ missing out on 80s trivia last night, music trivia. He was excited. It got canceled. And so I thought, we got to make it up to him, so we're, we're here now. So seven questions, 60 seconds on the clock. Pass on the questions you don't know, and we'll get back to those questions if time allows. We start with this. Which band had the hit song Atomic? Oh, Atomic. Who was hailed as the queen of pop in the 80s? Queen of pop was Janet Jackson. Which pop album was the best-selling album of the 80s? What country artist was that was related to a country legend sang the song Seven Year Ache? George Strait. Who wanted to fight for your right to party? You got to fight! Which Rick Astley song became number one in 25 countries? Oh, half. What country artist had hits with the song 1982 and Digging Up Bones? Van Halen. And then which Rich, which Rick Astley song became number one in 25 countries? Um, I have no clue. Okay, okay, hang on. Kevin! Hang on. Kevin will get a chance at this. Okay. Beth is going to be disappointed later today when we play percentages the game. Oh, no. We're doing two rounds to beat the show today. It's kind of, kind of fun. We haven't Love done that. It. I don't know if we've ever done that. I I don't think 915, your second chance to play Beat the Show. That's crazy. We made two talk. of them today, so we might as well play them both yeah, today. No, it's I cruise like it. day. We're playing but we're, we're you know, we're going running loose and fast with the ball going today. Going crazy. Yeah. Kevin. Yes, sir. Seven questions, sixty seconds on the clock. In honor of the fact you missed out on nineteen eighties music last night, but you were prepared for it. We bring it up today. Seven questions, sixty seconds. Pass if you need to, and we'll get back to the questions you pass on if time allows. Good we luck, Kevin. With this. Which band had the hit song Atomic? Pass. Who was hailed the queen of pop in the 80s? Madonna. Which pop album was the best-selling album of the 80s? Oh, wow. Uh, Michael Jackson, Thriller. What country artist that was related to a country legend sang the song Seven Year Ache? Boy. Pass. Who wanted to fight for your right to party? The Beastie Boys. Which Rick Astley song became the number became a number one song in twenty five countries? Never gonna give you up. Never gonna give you up. What country artist had hits with the song nineteen eighty two and digging up bones? Randy Travis. Which band had the hit song Atomic? Atomic. Boy, I Culture Club. Oh. What country artist that was related to a country legend sang the song Seven Year Ache? I don't. This one's going to make me yeah, mad. Yeah, you're going to be mad at Well, yourself. I have no idea. No, it might not. Kevin, I even clarified to Beth, there were some of these questions I asked, and I had no idea. No, you're, you're, he knows the answer to okay. that one. Slowly. Okay, so that is somebody. I know somebody, right away. He, he'll remember in a So second. that is somebody whose name people have heard of. We'll For sure, yeah. I, obviously, we've all heard of her dad. Her dad is very famous, and he, Correct. Uh, he's on a lot of T-shirts with a middle finger. Which <laughs> band had the hit song Atomic? You guys, that's Blondie. 
That's Blondie. Oh, yeah. I, I couldn't get oh, to that yeah. one either, Kevin. I couldn't. Get, I couldn't get it. Who was hailed the queen of pop in the 1980s? Kevin's going to get the first point of the game here with Madonna. Madonna yeah. was correct, not Janet Jackson. It was Madonna. The be- the best selling album of the 1980s was a pop album, and it was Michael Jackson's Thriller. Kevin with two correct answers, Whoa. two points on the board. The country artist related to a country legend that sang the song Seven Year Ache. It was Johnny Cash's daughter, Roseanne Cash. Do you remember now, Kevin, or no? I mean, I do remember. I know her, obviously. Yeah. I don't know the song, though. Did, oh, okay. did she make music? Oh, for sure. That was that you guys would know a song or two. We played her songs on the radio. Yes. Okay. Yeah, she was, I mean, she didn't have like a huge career, but she, you know, she had a, a good enough career where she could stand on her own. I, I like that. Yeah. Right, Roseanne Cash. 2 0, though, the score remains. Kevin. Now, do you remember it? I don't. Uh, every single 80s song. It was before my yeah, that, country music. For real, yeah. Every 80s song just sounds like Stranger Things to me. Every single one of them. Two to zero. The score, you, uh, the first point point for Beth would come right here. Who wanted to fight for your right to party? That was the Beastie Boys. You both got that right. It's three to one. The Rick Astley song that became number one in 25 countries. Nicely done, KJ. That is never going to give you up. Never going to let you down. Never going to run Four to one, Kevin with the lead, and wow. he got the last one right. The artist who sang 1982 and Digging Up Bones was Randy yeah. Travis. Randy Travis. The better of those two songs is? Digging Up Bones. Okay, there you go. Oh, yeah. Randy Kevin, Travis, never greatest for, hits. You never would have forgiven yourself if you got missed that one. Kevin, oh, five yeah. right answers. You were ready for 80s music that trivia. That was good, yeah. Oh. I should have went with percentages. Yeah, I guess. Yeah, I, I, <laughs> I really agree. I really agree today. Yes, percentages yeah. is going to be, when you hear percentages, the Beat the Show, when we play Beat the Show for a second time today at 9.15, and you hear what you could have played, you're going to be, you're going to say, oh, dang it. Beth, I need you to pick a number, if you don't mind, please, between one and a million, and we'll give that person a $15 gift card to Dutch Bros. Let's go with whatever caller number I am. <laughs> that was good. That was tricky. I was like, wait, what? Yeah, it confused me for a second, too, Kev. Caller four. All right, thank you. Appreciate it, Beth. 509-441-0999. She had me for a second there. I was yes. like, well, well, you were caller seven earlier. Now I'm confused. <laughs> Jay and Kevin show. Jay Daniels. Over sideways and under on a magic carpet ride. Take it away. Kevin James. A whole new world. <laughs> <laughs> a dazzling place I never oh, knew. Man. The Jay and Kevin show on the big 99.9 Nine Coyote Country. It's the Jay and Kevin show stat of the day. Alrighty. 20% of Americans consider what food more of a snack than a meal? I actually don't know if any, any of the three of us consider it a snack. I would assume we're going to say meal, but 20% of Americans consider this to be a snack. Avocado oh. toast. Avocado oh, toast. Wow. KJ, I do not know the percentage on that, but it is not the answer we are looking for. Here. The, would you uh, consider that a snack or a meal? I have- it's weird to call anything for breakfast a, a snack. 
That, that was the first thing weird, I thought. Right? Though. Like a breakfast snack doesn't seem. Yeah, but Kevin, right. I thought of cereal but, first because I was. But then I yeah. thought the same thing you're thinking: is breakfast food considered a snack? I don't know. Breakfast foods, you can be a lot more lenient. See, because I would say. A couple hard-boiled eggs seem like snacks, but yeah. if you eat them at breakfast, it seems like a meal. Yeah, that's true. That's so true. I, yeah. I think breakfast foods are going to avoid this category altogether. How about nachos? Nachos, Jay. They find themselves on the sam or the the appetizer mm-hmm. shareables part of the menu yep. so much, but they are for sure extremely filling and can be eaten as a meal. That is a really good answer. But the one we're looking for on National Hot Dog Day. Is a hot dog. That's a snack? 20% of Americans consider it to be a snack. I know, although that 20% is all teenage boys. Yeah, only at the gas station. One hot dog is not a lot. One hot dog. One hot dog is not a lot. And Kevin, you're right, that is a good good guess. Yeah, when I get it, if I get it to drive or whatever. Yeah, I get it there, it feels like a snack. If I have it any other time. Now, if I just had one hot dog, I would not feel like I had a meal, though. Kev. I understand that yeah. thinking. That's totally true. agree. Yeah. Now, you have to take away, yeah, but what about the hot dog from Place X, where they give you a hot dog that you can't see the hot dog? It's got low, it's loaded with right. tons of stuff. Yeah. Yes. And the bun sure. is gigantic. Yeah, or it's like a count. sausage, you know, where he's kind of, that, that feel like it has a different feel to it as well. Yeah, if At you the, take out the opposite ends, so just a ballpark, Hot dog that is has nothing on it at all. Mm-hmm. Take that out and take out the hot dog that has fifty million toppings and try to meet somewhere in the middle, like yeah. your uh, Diamond Rio. Is that right? It is. Well done. And, and if you do that, then is that hot dog a snack or a meal? Man, I, Kev, after you said hot at the gas station, I'm I might be snack guy now. When yeah, we yeah. were at my brother's for the Fourth of July, he the one day they had lunch. I showed up just about in time for lunch. And so I was like, geez, this is bad timing. I just roll in and there's, there's lunch. And I'm like, the first thing <laughs> I'm going to do is timing. eat. But I'm like, yeah, I am going to eat. Right. And it was hot dogs. And I sat at the table with him and his buddy Mike. And there was a few of us there at the table. And everybody ate one hot dog. And I ate one hot dog. I did not load mine up at all. Okay. I just had mustard. I mean, I just had ketchup, mustard, and like onions on it, I think. That was it. And I had it thinking, well, I'll obviously have another one I can right. put other stuff on. And we got done eating, and everybody was just sitting there visiting. And I was in my head the entire time ignoring the conversation, just thinking, (laughs) one of you dudes is going to go get another hot dog, right? So I can get another one. That's all I could think about. Your brother and his friends only eat one hot dog? They ate one hot dog. And then eventually- That's so so lame. Eventually, my brother said- I think I'm going to grab another dog. Boom. Maybe, maybe without a bun or something. And I was like, oh, of oh course. Yeah, whatever. Yeah. But I did. Then I was able to go get another one. Once the, he had broke the ice, yeah. then it was all in. And I think all of us ended up having another one. But I thought, please tell me we're not just doing one hot dog. Oh, that's, that, that would be super duper embarrassing. Yeah, that's silly. Uh, speaking yeah. of to your brother's friend on today of all days, hey, Mike. Hey, Mike. Hey, Mike. Hey, Mike, 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 Mike. Because what day it is. So <laughs> we, we are sort of leaning team snack, aren't we? A hot I dog. I think so. A hot dog is a snack. Multiple hot dogs is a meal. Yeah, unless we go into the big hot dog, right? We, we big declared hot dog. that. Yep. Like, you got the big loaded hot dog, that's fine. Because if you're at a baseball stadium and you get a hot dog, you're not necessarily going, man, dinner's great. You're just eating a hot no. dog at a baseball game. Right. Yeah, that's exactly I, it. I think, but I could be, again, could be way wrong on this. Our phone number is 509-441-0999. You can text us there. Call us there and correct us or agree. Is a hot dog a snack or a meal? I would actually be curious what everyone thinks about this one now that I've thought about it more than four seconds. 
on National Hot Dog Day. Boys, we are going to be out in Coeur d'Alene tonight on a boat. And we have to get there at a time that is a little interesting for dinner because we get there, the three of us will get there during dinner time. Right. Yeah, will I Will you get there be super early. eating before or after cruise? And I feel like tonight is one of those nights you kind of can spoil yourself and get yourself, like if you wanted to go by and get multiple hot dogs, this would be the night. Well, they serve hot dogs on the cruise, I think. So um, I'm going to eat before. Will you eat at home or away? Oh, boy. I'm probably going to eat at home, I think. My my trouble is I, I get there at like 5, and so I'm thinking on yeah. the drive there, maybe I'll eat something, and then that'll be pretty good. But then is that there is that trouble zone where I'm, you know, cleaning up the equipment, leave the boat. It's eleven o'clock, and I'm yeah. probably thinking, yeah. "Boy, I'm kind of hungry." Yeah, you're good. Are be. you hungry, or did you just do you just want something because you're on your way home? I, I don't know. So that so answer is both. I, yeah, I may end up eating before and after the cruise. I won't eat on the cruise. I know that. Well, I mean, but if you think about it, Kev, it's seven hours between when you're eating. That's normal time in between eating. So it's can't you can't really blame a guy. That is true. I mean, yeah. what are you going to get on the way home? What would be your go-to? <laughs> Hopefully, uh, I'm thinking I'll probably stop at State Line and fill up with gas mm-hmm. because why waste that when you're right, right. there? And grab I a mean, hot dog. If they had a hot dog. You better, <laughs> believe, you better believe I'd make it. Get a little snack. Yeah, just a snack. <laughs> Right. 